Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. And folks, right on time, right on cue, right on pace. When we talk about there's a chance that NC State gets this job done. Yeah, a lot of folks said, oh, don't jinx it. And oh, duh, 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 duh. and lo and behold, a an outright domination of a Syracuse team that we only beat by two points the first time around happens in this game. We're going to be discussing that as well as some injury news that may interest Wolfpack fans a ton. Grayson, does that sound like a good show to you? Very interesting in terms of what may or may not be opening up on our side of the bracket. You know, we we don't tell you. We might tell you some jokes on Locked on Wolfpack, but we'll never tell you a lie. We're going to break down the 83-58 to 58 win as well as what's coming up that should give Wolfpack fans hope on today's episode of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, Grayson, this is this eighty-three to to fifty-eight win was nothing short of a domination. Let's let's just be honest with ourselves. They kept it close early, right? You know, only going into halftime, trailing thirty-two twenty-six. They kept it close. They kept it close. However, at no point in time, at in terms of at the end of any quarter, did they have a lead. And I believe that this was a wire-to-wire win. Am I incorrect there? Very close. We took the lead about midway through the first quarter, and then after that, we never trailed. Ah, okay. So we didn't get the wire-to-wire domination, but still, 83-58 to win. Grayson, what are your thoughts walking away from this game? Yeah, I mean, this was about as complete of a game as we've seen maybe all season. And to to have this in March since the calendar has turned, who knows? We could be putting it together at the right time. But great win, great team win. I thought we we defended well. We rebounded exceptionally well. We passed well. I thought, you know, not just passing, but our interior passing. We'll get into some of some of the numbers here in a second. But offensively, we were booming. Business was booming. So we sent sent uh, Syracuse packing. Uh, I, I read that this was the sixth year in a row that we won our first game in the ACC tournament. And, you know, mm-hmm. not to mention we haven't lost at all in the last three years. But business as usual. Uh, I think uh, I, I heard Wes Moore saying that Greensboro is a, a bit of their uh, home away from home, if you will. So good win, good opening win, and uh, it's surviving advance at this point. They, they're they going to take on the one seed Notre Dame on Friday at 2 p.m. That's going to be uh, one heck of a dogfight. We call out the seniors, and we acknowledge when they're not doing what they should do by this team. So on the inverse of that, We have to give the seniors love when they had a night like they did tonight. Uh, Camille Javi, Jakia Brown-Turner combined for 32.16 apiece on combined now, 13 of 23 from the field. Incredibly efficient. Incredibly efficient ball game for those two. On top of that, Jakia Brown-Turner was aggressive. She hunted her shot. But here's the big thing for me. Seven rebounds four assists against one turnover. That right there, 
I'm, I have been waiting for this Jakea Brown Turner to walk through the door. I have been waiting for this team. And when you see that, those types of numbers, right? When you see some of the things that we produced here in terms of, you know, Jakea Brown Turner not being the primary ball handler a majority of the time, but having those types of assists, you think that we were just getting out in the break and just rolling, just cramming it down their throat after every miss. Wrong. We had eight fast break points. Eight. So this tells me that in half-court sets, we're running extremely efficient offense against this Syracuse team. Not again. This was a Syracuse team that finished with the exact same conference record as us. This is a Syracuse team that the first time we played them, it was a two-point victory that required a massive fourth-quarter comeback. This is not a terrible Syracuse team now. And so, in seeing what we did in this game, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm telling, I'm, uh, talk me off the ledge. Talk me off. I need to get excited about this because I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little geeked up. I'm getting a little geeked up, Grayson. Well, it is, it is exciting. I mean, it's exciting because we didn't have Diamond Johnson. You know, I, they announced that they're going to hold her out for, I guess, the remainder of the ACC tournament. We're going to have to see what that means for the NCAA tournament uh, here in a couple of weeks. But to, to have no Diamond today and perform the way that we did is spectacular because the last couple of games without her, we just haven't seen any resemblance of the offense that we got today. So it was a very delightful surprise. I believe we shot our season best at 60% today. Um, mm. I, you have to shout out River Baldwin. She didn't miss at all. She was 7 of 7 for 14 points. Outstanding. And, uh, you know, I mentioned the interior passing. What I saw, the, the best offense I was seeing today was, uh, you know, one girl making a cut kind of at the last second, and we were consistently finding her wide open right under the hoop for an easy layup. And it was like all day too. So absolutely picked apart Syracuse in that sense. And it was awesome. I mean, it was it was one of the better games that was just enjoyable to watch. And as, as harsh as that sounds, NC State hasn't really been enjoyable to watch in a couple of weeks, probably since, I mean, the UNC win, but we haven't been that, haven't had that clean and consistent of a basketball game since probably the last time that we saw Notre Dame and we won that one. So hoping we can replicate this heading into Friday. Uh, we're going to need to with the talent that Notre Dame has, but it was, it was great. It was a great performance today. And and you talked about River Baldwin and her ability to score the basketball, but she also was tied for the lead in this game amongst all players with seven rebounds as well. And so again, this is a team that when it looked bad, when it looked like, what are we going to be able to do here? How are we going to be able to figure things out? It's It was a vintage Wolfpack performance in that everybody chipped in. Everybody chipped in. You talk about River Baldwin off the bench. Let's talk about Madison Hayes off the bench. I mean, you know, when she is rolling in terms of her shot, because you know, with Madison Hayes, I call her the woman version of Jose Alvarado all the time because y'all remember what he was in college. Y'all, if, if you are an ACC basketball fan, y'all remember what he was at Georgia Tech. He wasn't the greatest scorer that you ever saw when he was early in his career, but he was going to give you the energy, the effort, the hustle. He was going to give you all that. That's what Madison Hayes gives you every single night. And when you combine it with some hot shooting, when you combine it with 50% from deep, I want to say 66% from the field, that is the type of stuff. That is the type of stuff that, oh, this Wolfpack team, it's 
it's so, so special. It's so, so special because when you've got your seniors rolling, which we've asked, they need to show up. They need to lead the way. They need to say, this is what we do. When you've got the transfers rolling in um, River Baldwin, a player who showed up big time, massively in this game. When you got the the players, the reserves rolling, or the players who are not reserved, but role players rolling in the Madison Hayes, like you said, everybody chips in. Everybody chips in. Everybody drops their ducats in. And we walk away with a an absolutely massive win in this game. And so, you know, the only, only thing, the only thing that I would say anything about in this game is we did get a little loose with the ball at time. Yep. We did in that first half, you know, they couldn't stop us if we just got a shot up. But there were too many possessions where we did not the refs were pointing the opposite direction. And that wasn't great. But other than that, literally everything up, it worked out. It was a, again, very clean, very efficient, very effective game. We've struggled shooting free throws on the year. We shot 78% from the line in this game. So it's like, you know, everything kind of went right here. We continue the winning streak in terms of the uh, ACC tournament overall. And first game in the ACC tournament, we continue the, both of those winning streaks. But uh, this one feels good. This one feels good. Yeah, it was uh, it was very funny, actually. Going into halftime, they interviewed Wes Moore, and he said that they were playing well, but he was very frustrated at the, the turnovers and the ball security. He, he, made a, he made a pretty good joke that he was saying anyone in the front row should have been wearing a hard hat in the first half because we were slinging the ball all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, we, did, we were loose with the ball. We had 17 turnovers, which – you would think with a number that high, we wouldn't have had as many points as we did or slash rebounds. But to overcome a high amount of turnovers speaks to the, the efficiency of the offense. But, you know, it, I think that comes from the, the absence of Diamond Johnson. I think to, right. have, to have our main, you know, our true ball handler in there would kind of eliminate or clean up those sort of things, as you would hope. But, you know, you have players like Saniah Rivers. You have players like Isaiah James. They're young. They're still kind of gelling with the offense and, you know, learning tendencies. They're still kind of throwing the ball over the place. That's a little bit to be expected of young players, but they'll get that they'll get that ironed out for sure. But, you know, other other than the turnovers, very successful game. I, I, I really don't have much to harp on other than that. So but you know what? Even with those young players you're talking about, both of them, I wouldn't say they were flirting with a triple double, but they bought a triple double to drink. They said, "Hey, how you doing over there, Big Head? You you need some green tea shots or something? I mean, both you, of those here by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. They hit it with the. You know what I mean? Where your friends at? You know what I mean? They hit it with one of those. Because I mean, uh, you look at Isaiah James and and she put up ten points, six rebounds, five assists. You look at Saniya Rivers and she put up eight points, five rebounds, five assists. The only problem is they both have four turnovers apiece. So, like you said, that immaturity showed a little bit. But I'm gonna tell you." If you're going to have a high work rate, if you're going to do a lot of positive things, I'm all right with some things going wrong as well. I'm all right with that. As long as we're not looking at that many turnovers and we're putting up 40 points, we're good. We're all right in my book. I'm okay with that. The world ain't going to end. We'll all continue to live beautiful lives rooting for this Wolfpack team if they're playing in that in that manner. And so, you know, when it comes to tournament time, the Wolfpack, the Wolfpack women's basketball team in terms of ACC tournament time, have been the safest bet there can be going back to, again, to a 
2024 been the safest bet there can be. And if you're a better, make sure that you go to FanDuel Sportsbook. Folks, it's very clear why this is the number one sports book in America. The midway point of the NBA season is here. March Madness is here. Spring ball is kicking up in, in terms of the MLB. There are so many things going on in all of sports, and you can get into all of the action with a no-sweat first bet from FanDuel. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. It doesn't matter. You can get it all at FanDuel. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, Grayson, the news that we have, you know, we're, we, you and I, we both keep our ear to the streets. We keep our ear to the pavement. You know, we do the legwork and whatnot. And uh, what we're both hearing here is that Olivia Miles may be ruled out of this game. They, uh, they talked a little bit about on the broadcast during our game, uh, and they showed a clip of her walking around in Greensboro. And uh, got to tell you, she didn't look very good. She uh, she tweaked her knee, I believe it was in their season finale against Louisville. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I'm no doctor here. It doesn't look like she's going to be able to go on Friday, just from what I saw and what they were talking about. Now, like I mentioned to you a couple minutes ago, Unless they're going to slide her whatever they gave Mahomes at halftime of the Super Bowl, I don't see her being able to run around at full speed uh, against us on Friday. So we're going to have to see what that means. Uh, you got to think that facing a, a number one seed with Notre Dame but without their best player is a major advantage Wolfpack. So yeah. we're going to have to see. I mean, they even, even without an Olivia Miles, they still have uh, Citrone. They still have um, – what is number 24? Um, Westbelt, Matty Westbelt. Matty Westbelt. He's yeah. a great player. They still – they got some horses. Here's, so, so – and, and here's here's my thing about this, right? The Wolfpack will be without the player that's considered their best player. Notre Dame will be without the player that many consider their best player. The only reason that this is advantage Wolfpack is Diamond Johnson's been banged up all season. Right. So we have done this – the, the song and dance of we've got to figure it out without Diamond for quite some time. Olivia Miles has been a model of consistency. She's been there. You know what I mean? And, th- and that is not a slight against Diamond Johnson. That's not to say, oh, we don't want Diamond Johnson back or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. Obviously, in an ideal world, if somebody told me, hey, Ken, go ahead and just turn the injury setting off in NCAA Women's Basketball 23. Great. I'll do that. And uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and get uh, – we'll go ahead and get – Diamond Johnson back. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So, you know, it's real life. Injuries happen. 
And um, it's, you know, again, the Wolfpack have had time to adjust, a lot of time to adjust and go through things and work through different players as the primary ball handler, see who works out in what way and, and what, you know, kind of lineups and rotations do and don't work uh, with diamond out the rotation. Notre Dame ain't really had that opportunity. And so, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm setting up here and I'm going to say this and some people ain't going to like it. Some people ain't going to like it. I don't really care. The reality is this. Florida State just got upset by Wake Forest. We are going into Notre Dame without uh, with a Notre Dame team without Olivia Miles. The winner between Louisville and Wake Forest is waiting on us. We have beaten both of those teams. And I believe we swept Wake Forest or did we only play them once? Uh, I want to say we only played them once, but I'd have to double check on that. Okay, well, don't worry about it. We'll we'll get to it. But either way, I don't think we've lost to either one of those teams this year. I, I think that that's fair, right? I know we played Louisville once and beat Louisville once. Yes, I know that we I know that we only played Louisville once, uh, but I I'm I believe that we haven't lost either one of those teams yet this year. <sighs> Grayson, I'm I'm sorry. I'm drinking a Westmore Kool Aid. I'm drinking a Westmore Kool Aid. I there's a chance at a four peat here. There's a chance that we're going back to back to back to back. There's a chance. It's it's there. It's in front of this team. You got to feel like, I mean, it's we're starting to get some bounces our way, uh, as yeah. as they say. You know, a, a team like Florida State who absolutely crushed us this year, for them to get bounced as early as they did was shocking. And after I think they played the first game of the day in Greensboro, they talked about how stunning that game was for the rest of the day. The rest of the games today, they couldn't stop talking about how intense uh, Wake Forest's comeback was. And it was because yep. they were down by 20 points in the yep. third quarter and they found a way to get it done. So, I mean, yeah, hats off, literally hats off to Wake Forest. Um, but you got to feel like things are opening up. The, the sky's opening up a little bit. You have – uh, Florida State's gone. You're going to play a Notre Dame team without their number one player. And, and hold on, hold on. Before we before we keep going here, remember what we said coming into the tournament? The only sure team on our side of the bracket that we had not beat this season was who? Florida State. And yet, they, oh. held, they held a team. They held Wake Forest to a two-point quarter. In the second quarter, Wake Forest scored two points. And yet, somehow, they come out of that game with a win. The only team that the Wolfpack hadn't been beaten is knocked out. Proceed with where, where you were going now. Uh, so I, I did look it up. We did only play Wake Forest once, and we beat them as well. So okay. all three teams that are now left on us, our side of the bracket, we have seen them once, and we have beaten them each one time. Yeah. Yeah, advantage Wolfpack. I, so I'll, I mean, again, I, this this may be sounding like we're writing off Notre Dame. We're absolutely not doing that. No, they're the no, one seed for a no, very yeah. strong reason. Absolutely. So that's that's first and foremost. However, you can't help but maybe take a little peek and wonder what could be if we can figure out how to pull off this upset, which I think we absolutely can. We've seen them once this year, and we we handled them. The score might not indicate how bad we did handle them because they they kind of crept back into it late in that game in Reynolds. But 
I think we we could very not. I, I want to say easily, we could very well take care of Notre Dame tomorrow. I and, think we and and here's the thing: we're not underselling Notre Dame. We're correctly valuing the importance of Olivia Miles. Let me let you in on how important she is to this team. She is technically not this team's leading scorer in terms of points per game. She is point two points per game behind um, Sonia Citron. Six points overall behind Sonia Citron. Okay. The next player behind her is 94 points behind. In terms of total steals, she is the leader of this team. In terms of assists, I kid you not, she has over three times more assists than the player who is in second. Now, you think to yourself, Olivia Miles is a guard. She's also this team's leading rebounder. I am telling you, this is not us saying that Notre Dame is a bad team. What we're saying is, to me, there is a very, if if Elizabeth Kitley was never born, there is a very strong argument for there's no other person that you could look at with a serious face and say they're the player of the year except Olivia Miles. There's there's nobody else that you could look at and say who they belong in this conversation. Yeah, as a side note to say, okay, there's Olivia, then there's everybody else. If the if the player of the year, again, if Elizabeth Kitley weren't born, were the NBA three-point shooting contest, she would be Larry Bird walking in saying, who's taking second? Like that's that's how good she's been all year. And again, you're having to play without her in tournament time. So this isn't us saying that Notre Dame is terrible. They've got no shot. Because I don't want anybody saying, oh, you gave them bulletin board material. Whatever. What I'm saying is this is a team losing a player who is far and away their best player, their leader in nearly every statistical category, either their leader or second in every statistical category that's relevant. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. You're more or less taking away their quarterback for football fans listening to this. You are taking away Notre Dame's quarterback. That's a humongous problem for them. And Absolutely. so, I mean, reflecting back uh, on the first time that we played them, Livy Miles had 13 points. We, we limited her very well, I thought. She had mm-hmm. 13 points, six boards, and five assists. So even, even in a game where you felt like you had the clamps on her, that's still a pretty solid day. Yeah. And you're going to wipe that out, and we're going to play him again. So – you got to you got to figure that they are probably going to distribute what would be Olivia Miles shots. Those are going to be across Maddie Westbelt. They're going to be uh, across Citrone, mm-hmm. and then probably the four, uh, the third or fourth best player is probably Cassandra Prosper. She's and I was just about to say Mabry is hurt as well, isn't she? Mabry What's that? Is out, Mabry is out for the season as well, isn't she? Or am I? Am I? Yeah, I she's, she's been out for a while. I don't think she was playing when we saw them. But yeah, that's so that's what I'm saying. Like this team, you're. You're looking at a situation. I'm not saying, but I'm saying there's 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 room here. This is a malleable situation for the Wolfpack. So, you know, there's again, nobody circles the wagons like old Westmore. And this is this is one of those moments where, you know, the stars may be aligning. And then, like we talked about in terms of the other side of the bracket, and we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here. But you can only only one of those teams can advance. It's not like right. we're gonna have to see Duke and Virginia Tech on the way there. Like, and it's not like you got to beat whatever team comes out of that side three times in a row. That ain't how it works in college. You get yourself that one win, 
And of course, we're not saying this to say like, oh, we need these wins to get into the tournament. Of course not. But, you know, just for seeding purposes, potentially hosting, potentially hosting, right? Like it's while everybody likes to say, well, this team has no shot at that and all that good stuff, because I believe you have to be what a top four top four i i'm not sure we'll be able to host i think the only way that happens is is if we do make a run and end up winning this whole tournament but that that's what i'm saying if we end up winning this thing we could end up hosting that that is Perhaps. not that is not impossible to me because you look at who you would likely have to beat on the way there right so you would have to beat um, champion. you have to beat them period right like all of the net rankings and whatnot, they don't take into advantage who's hurt and who's not. That's not how the computers work. Beep, boop, beep, boop, sound of a robot. Don't take into account injuries. Anyway, moving on from there, you're you're going to have to be most likely a Duke or Notre Dame, a Duke or Virginia Tech team that you either have the ACC player of the year that you're going to have to beat or the ACC defensive player of the year and the runner up for coach of the year that you're going to have to beat in that game. I'm just saying there's there's an argument. There would be an argument there, especially with all those things factored in. And the, the committee loves to talk eye test. All those things factored in combined with the fact that you're getting your potential best player back in Diamond Johnson. You know, I only got to if if we get there, only got to beat him once. You just got to catch fire one time. Exactly. We saw it. We've seen this plenty of times. It's a tale as old as time. We'll see how this thing goes. We'll be right back to land this thing after a quick word from our sponsors. And we are back. Grayson, talk to me. Tell me, in the words of Aubrey Graham, tell me what's really going on. No, but seriously, let me know. What do you think happens in this game? Give me your prediction. I think Notre Dame still gets us, to be quite honest with you. I wish it weren't. I wish it weren't so, but I think Notre Dame will still find a way to rally around who they still have, uh, and I think they're going to get it done. I think it's going to be. I think we're going to put up a good fight. Uh, you know, a Westmore team is simply not going to die, especially not in Greensboro. But I think it's going to be Notre Dame seventy-two, NC State sixty-five. Well, I, I'm glad that we both got 65 in our scores. I got 65-75 pack. And let me okay. tell you why. Let me tell you why. Uh, the most underrated part of Olivia Miles' game is her ability defensively to get guards off of their rhythm. She's amazing at that. If you really watch the game and you watch her play, she's good at knowing, like, all right, this guard is liking to relax because this is the set that they're looking to get into. And this is this guard is going to dribble very passively over to uh, the break here at the three-point line and dump it into the poster. They're going to do this and do it. And she, you can feel that she watches the film and she knows that because she makes players so uncomfortable in doing the little things. And that, to me, I mean, you saw the last time they played NC State. I believe Diamond Johnson was in that game. Am I, I believe she was. She and, was. She was our leading scorer. She had 20. And we saw her do her best to – get uh to get diamond off that square of like oh yeah she's comfortable she's calm she's relaxed i i'm telling you without her to kind of mix it up and muck it up and with the way that we saw turnovers flying last game westmore emphasizing we need to get tighter with the ball and you know kind of having a moment of hey we're still the pack right because this was a, a season where 
in many moments you didn't feel like they walked onto the court and people feared them because they were in red and white the way that it was when you saw Alyssa and Raina and and um and you know um Kayla Jones and and Kai Crutchfield you didn't feel that at times this year I think that this Syracuse game was one of those moments where they they start to feel themselves again like yeah yeah we're still those it's, it's still tournament those. time we're in Greensboro it's time to it's, go this is us. This is us. So I, I think 75-65, I think the Wolfpack take it. Thank you all so very much for coming out, Wolfpack Nation. Thank you all for showing up to the tournament as well. I heard we were well represented today out there at the tournament as well. Thank you all so very much. Y'all make this show what it is. Keep showing up. Keep showing out for our women and our men. I believe they're going to be up in New York, right? The men's tournament is in New York or is it, is it now in no, it's also in Greensboro this year. Oh, the men's tournament? rotate, but uh, I think both tournaments are in Greensboro this year. Well, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. I, wow. If you're a, a man, woman, person of the cloth, go ahead and send some thanks up to whichever deity you worship. Anyway, uh, with that being said, we're going to get on out of here. But peace and love, y'all. And as always, go pack. Go pack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 